0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is BELIEVE. Ich warte seit Wochen auf diesen Tag und tanz vor Freude über den Asphalt. Als wär's sein Rhythmus, als gäb's sein Lied.
1: Immer durch die zieht. Komm die Hello and welcome to Gegenpressing, this is the preview show, uh, I'm your host Manuel Feet, he is Stefan Biagowski. um hey Stefan, how's it going once again, I think we talk about every 20 minutes or so now. <laughs>
0: I feel like I talk to you more than I talk to my wife. I've got to admit, uh, mm. <laughs> um, not that I've shown any degree of um, resentment or uh, frustration at that, but it's this week in particular when we've had transfer deadline day, working till two in the morning, etc., etc. It's been it's been a heavy week, um, but yeah, it's yeah. good fun, and I can I can I'm actually looking forward to the football of the weekend, so I'm happy to get stuck into this.
1: It's nice watching football without having to worry about if any of these guys that you're watching are maybe going to be on another team in 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, as I said on the uh, um, bonus show that's available for subscribers only, um, the window is technically still open uh, in some places, so that could still happen. But you know, the the big stuff is all out of the way. Anyways, we shouldn't talk or dwell on it. If you want to listen back on any of that stuff, we have dedicated shows for it. This is the preview show. Um, it is brought to you in association with Get German Football News. And this is promising to be another exciting match day, Stefan. So we should probably jump r- into it right after this break. This episode of the Game Pressing Podcast is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online remains your number one source for all your sports betting this season. Everything from NFL playoffs to pro and college basketball, UFC, MMA, and much more. You always find the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. With live betting options, free contests, and live scores for almost any sport or game imaginable. Betonline is truly the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite leagues and events. Head to the website today and use your mobile device. To join and receive your fifty percent welcome bonus with your first deposit, make sure to use the promo code BELIEVE. That is BELIEVE, B L E A V. BELIEVE to receive your fir- first reward. BetOnline AG, where the game starts. So yeah, um, actually, and I, I wasn't lying. I wasn't kidding. Um, it does start right away. Um, for a really interesting match, I think. Augsburg against um, Leverkusen, this is a very different Augsburg side than we had uh, 48 hours or 72 hours ago even, Stefan. They have done a ton to restructure this team. Um, We broke it down all on the Tuesday show. Um, or on the Wednesday show, rather. Oh, man, all these days are becoming one. <laughs> um, but they have done a lot. They have done a lot of reshuffling. And this is going to be a very different looking team in, in many ways. Um, Leverkusen have done a few interesting things, too. Um, they, uh, they adapted into the South American market, right? Bringing in uh, two talented players um, whose names escape me because... <laughs> It's been too many transfers, um, but you know there will be some. There will be a lot of fresh faces in this game, um, which makes this interesting to watch. Um, so I actually think that Leverkusen, despite their defeat to Dortmund, were well, actually I thought Leverkusen played quite well. I think they're going to go back to their winning ways in this one, and I think they're going to beat Augsburg 2 one. What do you think?
0: Yeah, well, those two names you were thinking of were Gustavo Puerta and mm. Noah Mbamba from and he's from Club Rouge the,
1: there was another one no
0: it's Patrick Pence as well from Stad Rems where they signed for free the goalkeeper mm-hmm. uh, yeah. but yeah so yeah typical Gladbach you know just plucking these team. Leverkusen sorry Leverkusen sorry plucking these uh, youngsters <laughs> from around the world Gladbach only plucked them from the French border Leverkusen go a bit yeah. further f- further afield um, but yeah I think this would be a good game as well I've gone for a 2-1 win for Leverkusen as well Um I think this will be a really good game. I completely agree with you, just because I think Augsburg um, have looked good recently. Um, as you kind of said, you know, I I feel like I'm the biggest Augsburg fan in the world when I come on this podcast because I always feel like I'm defending them. Uh, mm. But you know, I know they've also got two defeats from three from uh, the start of 2023, 20 but they also had a very difficult start. Uh, you know, they obviously played Dortmund uh, and then they played Gladbach and then they played Freiburg last weekend and. To get, to have three points from those f- three games, I think kind of shows you a lot about Augsburg. So I, I certainly don't think it's going to be an easy one for Leverkusen. Um, but if I'm not mistaken, I don't think Augsburg have ever beaten Leverkusen at home in the Bundesliga. Apparently, it's four defeats and nine draws, or maybe the other way around. uh, one or the other. Um, but it's um. Yeah, I think it's going to be sorry four draws and eleven defeats. Um, sorry, four draws, nine defeats. I cannot read tonight. Uh, but yeah, I think um, I feel I, I do feel like Leverkusen are probably going to bounce back after that Dortmund game. You know, I thought I thought Dortmund were very impressive. Uh, I think they deserved the they deserved the win. But I also felt like it was an even in which Leverkusen were just could not get the bounce of the ball, couldn't get any luck extremely frustrating evening for them and more often than not that usually means that a team of their quality uh, takes their frustration out on their next opponent and I fear little Augsburg are going to be that side so mm. I don't think I don't think it's going to be a, a whitewash I don't think it's going to be a, a you know a, a comfortable win but I think they will probably leave with all three points so that's why I got it for 2-1 win for Leverkusen.
1: Yeah, so we're in a court there, and I should stress that we never ever tell each other what we uh, predict <sighs> ahead of time. I feel so like we're...
0: <laughs> I feel like it's always the first game of the match day as well. Maybe the Bundesliga yeah. just is putting too many predictable games on a Friday night, and we just keep making the same predictions.
1: Yeah maybe i don't know i don't i don't think i think they care very little about how we feel about this stuff (laughs) (laughs) in their bureaucratic thinking there's probably a lot of factors that they they consider here Um, of course um yeah but anyhow it is it is a predictable maybe and which is probably why the result is going to be the exact opposite of what we predicted but this is how it works right um Yes, so this brings us to the Saturday fixtures. And the I'm, I'm using, as always, if you're wondering why we're using a certain order of things, this is how Bundesliga.com has them listed. And the first match listed on Saturday, even though they all start at uh, 3.30 local time, is Dortmund against Freiburg. And this is actually going to be, I think, quite an interesting match, Stefan. I went here for a Dortmund win, uh, 3-1. That is maybe for some um a bit optimistic but i think that dortmund are going to win this 3-1 but it's not going to be quite as clear as
0: the result might say yeah i've gone for a 3-2 win for dortmund uh mm. so <laughs> slightly different um yeah i i feel like this should be a tight game in theory um uh, but i think there's probably there's there's a few factors that are going in dortmund's favor here um, the f- the first one is that I've not been terribly impressed with Freiburg in big games this season Um, they look to me like a team who are doing a terrific job of transitioning from one group of players to the next and that's exactly what you'd expect from Christian Strike that's kind of his strength at Freiburg he just continues to evolve and bring in new players and before you know it he's built another formidable team Um, but they're undoubtedly in the middle of that transition and I think that also means that they're quite limited when they come up against very good teams. Um, And I think we've kind of seen them being humbled by kind of top four sides, if you want to call them that. Uh, So that's, that's one reason why I think this Dortmund side, which obviously have a lot of talent, probably get the best of them. Uh, The second one is that, you know, Dortmund just seemed to pack too much of a punch right now. Sebastian Haller came back in the Leverkusen game and I thought he was so impressive. And, even though Dortmund still had their problems in defence, it felt like that attack was kind of beginning to click into place. We saw Adi Yemi probably play his best game in a long time. Uh, you know, Jude Bellingham did tremendously well. Even the fullbacks like Wolf were able to kind of suddenly become useful because they had a target man to to hit in the box, and. Yeah, I just feel like that kind of front line is going to cause all sorts of issues for Freiburg. And the third the third reason is that despite how badly Dortmund have played in 2023, they still somehow keep managing to win games. Um, and I know that's probably not the most analytical or scientific factor for predicting a result, but it just kind of feels like they're on something of a roll. Uh, and even when they play bad, they just seem capable of kind of grinding out these results. So... Yeah that's that's why I think they'll probably be Freiburg on Saturday.
1: Yeah and with that the title challenge is away is on and alive um German magazine kicker um their their cover page for their Thursday edition was it is true there is a title race that was their cover. <laughs> and they packaged it up as like a present to the fans. Um, yeah, I guess it it might actually pay kind of on Stefan. Um, of course, Freiburg losing this, maybe this will be one side that is going to say goodbye to the title race. Um, although we have had so many twists and turns already with teams um, supposedly falling out and then coming back in. And um, we'll see if that is the case for Freiburg but i mean the one team that seemed all out and gone from the title race has very much reintroduced itself in it and that's Union Berlin we were impressive midweek in the cup um and they are facing Mainz and you know what i think they're going to beat Mainz i think they're going to beat Mainz uh, convincingly 3-0 at home
0: yeah i've um got very little to disagree with there um you know, I felt like Mainz were actually putting a decent effort in going into that Munich game, Bayern game rather. Um, you know, they've picked up one draw, one win, and one defeat so far. Um, really big win against Bochum actually last weekend, which kind of got their tails up. But I kind of feel like um, they're good to a point, and then um, they possibly just kind of struggle to offer anything going forward. Um, and in Union Berlin, they'll be coming up against easily one of the best teams in Germany right now one of the most informed teams one of the most the fittest teams one of the best drilled teams uh we saw Union kind of pull apart well not pull apart maybe wrestle and deservedly win a tough tie against Wolfsburg in midweek um which I think was no mean feat so yeah I've gone for a 2-0 win for Union Berlin this one and you know I, I quite like Mainz I think they maybe looked They look like Mainz, really. They look like a mid table team uh, and they they look determined to be, and look like they're perfectly capable of staying a mid table team. But I think that also means they probably don't have enough to really trouble Union Berlin uh, on Saturday.
1: Mm. Leiduni possibly getting a start here. New signing from Ferenc Varos. So, should be interesting. The next match is your match of the week, so I'm gonna take let it take it you, (laughs) I let you take it from here. Sorry about that, that was a tongue twister out of nowhere. But um, yeah, Köln against Leipzig. What do you think, Stefan?
0: Yeah, so I've kind of picked this game as my game of the week just because there's maybe more obvious ones in terms of like top four clashes or even ties that can kind of predict the title race. But I think this game culturally is probably a really Big game in the sense that you know you have Cologne, who are one of the most kind of traditional clubs in Germany. Definitely have a very vibrant, very passionate support. Um, you know the city itself just seems to kind of breathe or not breathe, kind of it. seems to breathe this kind of uh, this concept that it's not exceptionalism, but it's a it's a city that kind of certainly um appreciates itself. Shall I put? Shall I say? Um, and so does the club itself to an extent that it kind of drives me mad because I wish they would actually prove it on the football pitch from time to time. But anyway, they're coming up against Leipzig who as everyone knows, uh, are not a traditional club uh, and have really bucked that trend and have kind of stuck a middle finger up to, you know, the orthodoxy of the German football. And that's why when Leipzig do come to places like Cologne, it's always extremely feisty. So it just kind of seems to me like a, kind of quintessential Bundesliga game here. It looks like it's going to be an absolute riot at the stadium. Uh, and on top of that, we've got two teams who are actually both playing extremely well right now. Klon have kind of managed to turn things around. Uh, they looked very good since they came back um, in the winter break. Ten of the last 11 matches between these two teams has ended in both teams scoring. It seems to always be a riot. RB Leipzig on fire right now. So I don't know. I just think it's it's going to be a game in which both teams on the pitch are going to be just flying at one another. And it's a game in which both sets of fans off the pitch absolutely despise one another. Uh, so mm. I just think it's going to be a great festival of football. What's the result? Predict the result? Oh, my apologies. Uh, I've gone for a Leipzig narrow 2-1 win.
1: Oh, okay. So I actually think Leipzig are going to smash Cone 4 4-1. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> yeah, but that's just because you don't um, like Cologne. I like Cologne. I we have a lot of listeners from Cologne, so I have to be careful. Yeah. Uh,
0: come <laughs> on, you're you're a boy from Munich, which means you don't really like Cologne. You don't like any city in Germany.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's accurate. Hamburg is nice.
0: <laughs> you're, you're only saying that because they're this fine Bundesliga. If they were back in the Bundesliga, you'd be like, oh, come on, Hamburg's not that nice. It's not as ha- nice Hamburg
1: is a lovely city. That's also where our, our employees sit. So. Yeah, it's where your paycheck
0: comes from every month. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, on time. So I will not say anything bad about Hamburg. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I... I there was we have actually quite a lot of American listeners who support Cologne for one reason or another, including one account I put out, I think was one of the funniest tweets I saw last week. Um, and that's 50 plus Döner, which is an account run by someone from Chicago, I believe. Hmm. And uh <laughs> it's a it's it's funny, it's like the 7-1 against Bremen, 1-1 against Bayern, and then 0-0 against Schalke. Yeah? 0-0 against Schalke? <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was quite clever <laughs> and that's like that's just the thing with cologne it's so unpredictable right and you just know that um after stringing to get a, a good amount of a, a decent amount of good results you just know that there is going to be one and where they're just going to get completely smashed mm. and i think this leipzig side has that kind of result in them at the moment
0: yeah so no, it. we'll it's a it's a fair point but i think it'll be a good game no matter what so that's why i picked it
1: yeah no i agree with you i think that's probably the game that you should be watching on saturday i mean dortmund freiburg is a good shout too um but i think this is probably the one that the majority of people will be tuning into um especially because cologne is a very well supported team in the united states there's a twitter thread going on right now that um, essentially, is one of the US um, fan clubs just asked to for every state to check in, and they managed to get every state to check in, including Hawaii,
0: hmm.
1: as like clone fan clubs. And then there is the one from New York City that is in every single one of my mentions.
0: Yeah. Do you know, actually, this is a good point to maybe ask, do uh, a shout out. We did have a subscriber ask for uh, any RB Leipzig English accounts, and... Yeah. I couldn't think of any. Um, I, I know there was someone who does cover the league in English, but I cannot remember. I couldn't remember his name at the time. But uh, mm. if you, dear listener, do follow any English RB Leipzig accounts, please send me a DM or a tweet or something, and I'll get in touch with a subscriber and pass on those details because they were looking for some yep. uh, Leipzig accounts. Um, yeah. So, yeah, there we go. If you want to help Leipzig us, Leipzig help, account- like a Leipzig fan.
1: Good chance. Leipzig are coming to the States, by the way, um, in the summer. like every other Bundesliga team. So anyways, um, Frankfurt against Hertha. I think Frankfurt are going to pile on the misery on Hertha here, Stefan. Um, They are going to probably start this game with Max, um, which is bad news because this is a team that's already quite good, make it even better. Um, So much going on at Hertha, which probably dedicates its own podcast down the road. But I think that Frankfurt are gonna win this game three 0 no.
0: Yeah, I think this is probably one of the easiest ones to predict this weekend, to be honest. Frankfurt look mm-hmm. on fire. Uh they did look really good against Bayern. Now sometimes and as we we talked about this last weekend actually, I think it did come true in a sense. Um maybe, I can't remember. Um but the teams who usually play Bayern and played very well often do look very jaded. So there's maybe the prospect that Frankfurt look, may look quite flat, but they do have a squad that they can mm. rotate. Glazer's a, a clever cookie. Um, so, yeah, I think I've gone for a 2-0 win for Frankfurt in this one, and I don't really suspect much of an upset.
1: Yeah, no, I think we we're pretty much in agreement there. Um, Bochum against Hoffenheim. Um, I had a hard time predicting this and watching... Hoffenheim midweek didn't exactly fulfill me with confidence that this could go uh in a positive direction for them uh so I actually went for a one one draw here, which Bochum slowly but surely kind of working their way out a little bit out of the out of the relegation zone
0: there yeah, they have um <laughs> I've actually gone for a one one draw as well to be honest with you uh mm-hmm. I actually thought Bochum were gonna get points off Mainz um and that proved to be extremely wrong. So I guess take this prediction with a pinch of salt. Uh, but yeah. yeah, I think Hoffenheim looked terrible midweek in the Pokal. They looked terrible last weekend against Gladbach. They looked terrible the weekend before that. when they threw away a lead to draw 2-2 against Stuttgart, if I'm not mistaken. Um, unless maybe Stuttgart threw really. lead. I can't remember. Both teams were terrible. And then, of course, uh, of course they played Union Berlin before that when they lost 3-1 comfortably. So, mm. yeah... I, I kind of said this on the bonus show when we talked about it. I fear for Hoffenheim right now. I fear like they're going to start... They're already near the bottom of the league table and they it looks like they may continue diving. And if Wolken win this game, they'll be levelling points for Hoffenheim, um, which goes some way to just saying how quickly things can change. Because if I'm not mistaken, it wasn't long ago that Hoffenheim were kind of pushing for European places. But Yeah. Yeah, I've also gone for a one-one draw here because uh, I, I think there's not there are two teams that aren't playing especially well, uh, but I think Bokeh can mm. definitely get a point from it. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And uh, for more on Hoffenheim, um, subscribe because we did we did speak about them quite a bit in the bonus show this week, so that's worth listening. The um, das Spiel der Woche, das Top Spiel on Saturday. Uh, that's six thirty local time uh is Gladbach against Schalke um and I had a really hard time going with a result here Schalke took a point of Köln which I think surprised a few and I kind of feel that maybe they're going to do the same trick again here Stefan and I went with a 1-1 draw
0: interesting I don't know why but I just kind of feel like Gladbach are going to kind of turn on the style in this game um mm.
1: I think they have to
0: yeah, I think they have to as well. Um, I mean, they've had a difficult start to twenty twenty three, um, but I think having Turan back in that side um, would do really well. And I feel like it maybe just kind of clicked for them last week against Hoffenheim. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, I've I've kind of gone for a three one one here for Gladbach, and I know Schalke seem to occasionally pull out a decent result they obviously got that draw last weekend they beat Mainz before the break so you know they are capable of getting results but I think Gladbach will be too much for them in this match.
1: Hmm. Interesting well we'll see um, we seldomly diverge but I guess we're diverging here a little bit although I totally agree with you I can totally see where you're coming from um, this is a game that Lappach I think have to win um, this is a must win for them so we'll see if you can do it. Then, um, we're getting into Sunday, and this is the first match on Sunday. This is Stuttgart against Bremen, and I went for a 2-1 Bremen victory. Um, yeah, Stuttgart won midweek. We dwelt we on that quite a bit. Um, I'm just not sure that was convincing enough for me to say, okay, they're going to also now do it in the Bundesliga as well.
0: Well, I'm here to do exactly that. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I was quite surprised with Werder Bremen uh, last weekend and how they managed to really put Wolfsburg to the sword I mean I know yeah. we've kind of seen this a few times this season they pick up decent early goals and then they're kind of capable of um, really upsetting anyone on their day I suppose especially in full Krug's and full swing but yeah there's something about the Stuttgart side that makes me think they are as I said on the bonus show that I feel like they're creeping towards mediocrity which I meant as a compliment in the sense that they've been absolutely mm. dreadful leading up to that Mm-hmm. Um, if you kind of look at the results in 2023 they've all been very close you know even against Leipzig they only lost 2-1 in that game uh, and then of course as I said in the bonus show the Paderborn result will show them going to go down and a kind of sense of calamity about them but I actually thought it was a game that they did quite well in stats certainly suggest that they you know should have won that game quite comfortably in the end so I I just kind of feel like they might take something from this game. I think I feel like Bremen are certainly not unbeatable. Um, yeah. And so yeah, I've gone for a two-two draw in this match just because I feel like um, there'd be plenty of goals, and I think it'll be a really interesting match against a Stuttgart side have done better uh, in recent weeks.
1: Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. It'll be interesting. Okay, so finally, uh, the final match of the week and it's a big one, um, is Wolfsburg against Bayern Munich. The Kovac quotes will be front, left, right, and center on this one, Stefan. Um, his suggestion that it is more difficult to play at the uh, at Köpenick than at the Allianz Arena at the moment, um, or rather it is more difficult to play in Köpenick, uh, Union Berlin, than to play in Munich. Um you know, of course the Bayern players were confronted with this right away, right? And I think Kovac what Kovac meant was the style of play. Uh in terms of, you know, you expected to beat Union Berlin, but um they might it's it's not an expected win at all. Whereas as when you play against Munich, against Bayern, um There's not many expectations. If you win, it's a victory. Even a draw could be considered a a victory there. I think that's sort of what he meant. But of course, that's not how it was interpreted. Um, Mm. The likes of Kimmich have been asked about this already. And yeah, you sense that maybe this could could be one where this could backfire. Uh, Nonetheless, and I think this is going to be a really, really fascinating game between two teams that can play very good football, uh, João Cancelau uh, expected to make his Bundesliga debut. Um, and that is a reason alone, I think, to tune in. I think, though, that Wolfsburg are going to get a result here and they're going to draw this. And they're going, it's going to be 2 2, not 1 1. I almost went with 1 1 again, but four times in a row seems a little bit extreme. <laughs> <laughs> um, but a 2 2 draw. And then I think you'll have mayhem because that would mean that Bayern would lose their number one spot in the league.
0: So I definitely think all the stats point to Wolfsburg taking points from this game. You know, if you look at their home records, uh this season it's been tremendous. Bayern haven't been great on the road, Bayern haven't been great in general recently. Uh Wolfsburg yeah. Wolfsburg well, except for obviously in the Pokal midweek, I suppose. Um and, you know, Wolfsburg just have this really great attacking team. Um but I think Bayern are going to absolutely thump Wolfsburg here. Um hmm. we talked about it on the bonus show, you know, it's now what two or three defeats on the trot, I think, for Wolfsburg. And yes. i I I just I do just kinda of wonder if the not so much that the bubbles burst because it would suggest that it wasn't built on strong foundations. I think there's a good squad there at Wolfsburg and I think they'll be fine in the long run, but um they've got a really difficult uh, run of fixtures coming up, even after Bayern Munich, um, and these last this last week in particular, where you know they obviously uh, lost in the Pokal, then they lost last weekend to Werder Bremen. Kind of suggested a little th- that they are a little frailer than their you know their results have suggested, and in contrast to that, I felt like Bayern were really impressed with midweek. Admittedly, they're up against a mind side that weren't really able to offer much of a challenge, but mm. just having Kinsella on that team, it just kind of feel like it kind of buoyed everyone. It kind of got everyone excited. It allowed Nagelsmann to shake up his tactics entirely. And all of a sudden, Thomas Muller looks like his, his old self. Musiala's in amongst the goals and scoring tremendous finishes. Alfonso yeah. Davies is getting into the box to finish moves like he used to do. It just kind of felt like everything had clicked back into gear. Um, and I actually fear that Wolfsburg may the may be the perfect op- opposition for Bayern because they'll probably feel a sense that they should attack and try and take Bayern to the sword, much like Leipzig and Frankfurt have done in recent weeks. But um, I don't really think they have the overall squad ability to do that. So you then add the fact that Kovac couldn't have put it better, uh, in the sense <laughs> of kind of getting the Bayern players excited for this one and feel that like they have a point to prove. Um. And yeah, I, I, I kind of fear for Wolfsburg. So I've gone for a 3-0 win uh, for Bayern.
1: Hmm. We'll see. We'll see. It's either the famous Befreiungsschlag for Bayern Munich, you know, <laughs> turning things around finally, <laughs> or it is to add to the Hollywood crisis that's going on currently. Um, we'll see. I think it's a fascinating, fascinating game to finish off a, what well, is overall a very interesting match day. And um, yeah, it does look like we have a form of a title race, um, not involving just one or two teams, but maybe three or four. And well, let's see how it all shakes up uh, on this match day. Stefan, this has been a blast. As always, this show is brought to you by Bet Online, and we do this in association with Get German Football News. And uh, I think that's pretty much it for this week. Any final thoughts? Anything that you want to plug? Anything that you want to add um, before we wrap this up?
0: No, not really. Just looking forward to the weekend's football. And we're really going to have to start keeping tabs on our points tally because we're getting not We're not, not really the end of the season, but maybe as we get towards this and in, mm-hmm. deep into the second half of the season, we should really keep an eye on who's actually winning this competition. So we need to maybe ask the guys that get German football news um, how we're doing i'm winning <laughs> are
1: you still winning are you sure yeah a yeah, yeah, lot <laughs>
0: surely no I'm going to, I'm,
1: i think it's like 20 points ahead
0: <laughs> oh well that's just like one good weekend of football
1: i guess that's that's true i think um what it is that um you get three points if you predict the exact result right mm-hmm. and i think i have done a few of those uh, including last week, the one-one against uh, between Bayern and Frankfurt, right? Yeah. Um, that gives you a huge boost. Um, I think it's like one point if you predict a win or a draw correctly, and yeah. three points if you predict the exact result.
0: Yeah, you are currently twenty-three points ahead of me, mm. but I'm I'm still confident. I think I'll be all right. I can still I think I, I can still catch up. is
1: closable. The gap is closable. Yeah. Uh, And because we don't tell each other the results beforehand, I can't play the trick and just predict whatever you predict. (laughs) 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 Because that would be the easier way to win, right? (laughs) Yeah, more or less. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, but this has been great. Um, If you haven't subscribed already, Um, There's lots of extra content available to you on the Substack. Go check that out. Um, We'll be back again with uh, extra shows next week. I'll be in Germany next week, Stefan. Mm. So um, I'll be recording live on location. I'm hoping to do the Bayern game, the Stuttgart koln game, um, and then also go and see my club 1860 because I'm planning to do something on them for the Substack. So yeah, stay tuned for a lot more content. Um that's pretty much it until next time. Auf Wiedersehen. Und kein Ende, in sich kein Ende in sich